the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 61 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 8. And here we are back again, the three of us. Thank you, kids, for taking over last week. I think uh, I got some pretty good feedback from that. People seem to really like that episode, uh, which makes me think that maybe one day I just won't be on this show, and you guys can just do it without me. Yeah. <clears throat> That'd be kind of cool, Ooh, huh? That would be sad. <laughs> that would be sad. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe this summer we can, um, I'll have like a podcasting class for you kids and, mm. and, uh, and maybe, um, I already know be... how to edit. Sure. Well, I know how to like take out things. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, right. That's right. Uh, we've talked about that and, and also like, uh, you know, gathering show notes and, and, uh, kind of writing it all out yeah. a certain way, I can teach you how to do that, you know? And maybe there can be one episode where you do all of it, right? You do like all the prep work. everything? Maybe. Maybe. Wow. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. But, uh, no, it was, it, was really, it was really good. I liked it, and it was very short, which is what happens when I don't talk, I guess. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, it was like 16 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> with editing well yeah without editing it was like 20 sure but still hey we That's did a... good only four minutes yeah not bad yeah not bad. bad um no it was good and uh i wish i could have like been there and and or i wish I, I was there but i wish i could have like spoken more when when we opened that awesome present from nick but i want to say thank you to him i want to be i want to now because you guys said thank you last time but now i want to say thank you to nick for those clay figures of us uh really it was really cool and i just i don't know uh it's i never thought when we started this that we'd have you know someone sending us clay figures of us (laughs) um that that's a i don't know it just feels really cool so thanks a lot nick we really appreciate it um yeah, so let's talk about some of the Star Warsy stuff that we've been doing lately. We've been uh, watching some of the Clone Wars episodes because it sounds like it might be taken off Netflix. So, uh, Daddy been... said that it might not. Well, we don't know. I mean, it, it really Netflix hasn't said anything about it. So, uh, but it, it looks like it's taken. It's going to be taken off. So, we've tried to watch some of the stuff from season five. Um, I think after watching the most recent episode of Rebels, which we just watched. Uh, we want to maybe go back and watch those Mandalore episodes again because, mm-hmm. uh, just, I don't know, watching the Rebels Recon and seeing a clip of the, the big fight on Mandalore when, when everything's going down really makes me miss how beautiful the Clone Wars was. I mean, I love, I love the way Rebels looks, but it's very simple compared to Clone Wars. The True. animation in Clone Wars was so complex and there was so much stuff going on and, uh, I don't know. It was so dense, you know, and, and I kind of missed that. You know how they were able to do that on the Clone Wars? How? And why they don't do that on Rebels? Why? Because the Clone Wars was made with George Lucas's money. Like, he just said... Really? He said, make the best show you can make, I'll pay for it. Wow. And and that's not the way businesses usually work, right? So that's not the way Disney works, You know, Disney says, you can make Rebels, here's how much money you can spend, right? Yeah. So the animation, I mean, it's it's great. I'm not saying, I'm not knocking the animation of Rebels or anything, and actually it's come a long way. It just doesn't look as realistic. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's a different style of animation, so that's part of it, too. I actually kind of maybe like that style a little bit better. Rebels looks more. Rebels looks more realistic? Yeah. Yeah, Clone Wars is kind of very angular, uh, like the... The faces are more abstract, right? Basically, like, they're not as like good lines. Like it's a lot of just straight lines. The Clone Wars. Yeah, straight lines. Like, yes, people, like, angular. Yeah. People's beards aren't just lines. Sure, right. The way Dooku's beard is, it's like a like a dagger, like a spear coming down off his face or something. And like, right? Um, it's, it's more artistic and less lifelike. Like right? Obi Wan's when yeah. he has that armor on, it's just yeah, like. Yeah. 
uh, uh, right. uh. I'm like, that's five lines. You think you call five lines a beard? <laughs> right, like, right. Jeez. Yeah, Rebels is a lot more rounded. Rebels, you know, honestly, like the the clay figures that Nick sent us reminds me of the animation style of Rebels. Really? Like the way really? the the way the faces look in Rebels, they look like that kind of clay. True. It's so of. weird. Yeah. Anyway. Daddy. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when we were watching Rebels Recon for this last episode, for Legacy of Mandalore, they yeah. were like showing clips yeah. from Rebels, and then all of a sudden they showed this clip from Clone Wars, and I was like, that's Clone Wars. <laughs> right away, I was like, that's right. not Rebels, that's Clone Wars. Right. Very obvious difference. Yeah. Yes, yes. And and which one of you said when, when you saw that scene, oh, we should watch those Mandalore episodes. Liam. <laughs> that was Elium, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's great stuff. So, yeah. I like in Rebels, that Rebel Recon, the end of it. Yeah. It was, it's funny because it's in just, it's just in Callus's oh. eyes. It's everything Callus sees. Yeah. So he opens the door and there's a bunch of stormtroopers running and one of the stormtroopers is like, uh, there's Rebels or something. Yeah. So then he closes the door, turns on the sink and looks in the mirror. And it's just, and you can't. You can only see what he is seeing. Right. I wonder if the whole episode. I going think to be the whole like episode is going to be like. If that. it is, we're going to see Callus's end. I don't probably. know. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. It's so sad. We, we I, probably I really will like see a big laser bolt. A big laser bolt at the very end of the but episode. But that's going to be the. That's going to be really hard uh, to watch. We'll see. Callus being like from his own eyes, mm-hmm. he dies. We see him die from his own eyes. Well, we'll that would be like terrifying. <laughs> I, think, I think we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. But yes, <laughs> you're right. That would not be. That would be very sad. And I think um, maybe maybe Thawne will order oh. death. Oh, would it be Thrawn who does it? Oh, Death Trooper, right? That's right. That's right. We're going to see Death Troopers this season. I forgot about that. So, yes. So, okay. So we watched, obviously, we watched The Legacy of Mandalore. We're not going to talk too much about that episode because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. I do want to say, though, that uh, Lucasfilm really needs to get off their butts and announce that there's going to be a season four of Rebels already because I can't handle this. I need to know there's going to be another season, right? Yeah. I mean, so they, they announced it in November of last year that there was going to be a season three. So they're months oh. overdue for announcing that there's going to be a season four. Oh, but I, I really seem, hope there will be. I seem to remember hearing Freddie or reading Freddie Perkins Jr. saying that he was already recording lines for season four. He did say that. He did say that. So, I mean, it's got to be coming, but why aren't they, why haven't they announced it yet? Ugh. And then, you know, some people are thinking, and I, I tend to maybe kind of agree with them after re-watching this episode again, Legacy of Mandalore. What, are they setting up a spinoff show about, about Sabine and Mandalore? Like a whole show? I think that, she's going to join the Rebels again. She'll come back. Yeah. I'm, oh, Hopefully. actually. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it too much, but yes, you're right. I mean, I hope that... I'm, I would be so sad if she didn't, because I it, love Sabine. What if it's a live-action spinoff? Oh. I, I, I've, been watching, I've been watching Game of Thrones, and I've been watching um, this this show, this sci-fi show called, um, called The Expanse, and I could see Star Wars doing like a, a Mandalore-centric television show that is sort of like that. Where there's like these different houses, right? These different uh, planets and how they're fighting against each other. And it all takes place in Mandalorian space. Because we learned in Rebels Recon that Mandalore is more than just the planet. It's almost like a kingdom. Like the kingdom of Mandalore. And there's many different planets within that system, that that kingdom, right? It's almost like the empire of Mandalore, kind of. Um and they're not part of the Republic. They're not they were never part of the Separatists, right? They were neutral, right? They were their own thing. So I could see that being a pretty good jumping off point for a show that takes place in Mandalore space. So yeah, this is why this is why when I am on the episodes, they're not 16 minutes long because uh, none of that was <laughs> in the show notes, and I just kind of went off on a tangent there. So let's get back to the notes. Uh, so I, I recently went to Uncle Sven's comic shop in St. Paul and picked up some comics that were uh, on hold for me that I had a, like a subscription to. And 
Um, I just bought a couple Han Solo comics to round out the whole Han Solo series, and actually we should we should get back to reading those, Liam. I think, Anna, you could read them if you want. I know that you aren't a huge fan. The Han Solo comics? I don't get them. The race? You know, they're... they're they're on that big race. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I, like the, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. So we could uh, finish yeah, I that off. that ship with all those thingies. Yeah. It's a pretty good... It's a pretty good series. I like it. Um, but that's done now. So it's a five-issue series about Han Solo, and he goes on this race and everything. Um, but honestly, like, I... I had a lot more comics on hold for me. Um, the Poe Dameron comics. And I told them... I just don't think I'm going to buy them. And I kind of felt bad, but he's like, no, that's fine. We'll just put them on the shelf. It's no big deal. And I said, yeah, I'll just take me off that subscription. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we'll check it out from the library or order the trade paperbacks. Right. Um, but I think, Why I think I might, I think I might be done buying single issues of comics because it's a lot of, it's a lot of money and also a lot of time. And I feel like we just haven't been reading them as much. And eventually we're, we're going to read them. We'll check them out from the library, like I said, or we'll buy the, you know, the trade paperbacks where it's all bound together anyway. I think it's an easier way of reading them. So, so anyway, I, I feel like, um, you know, we haven't talked about comics that much recently and that's why. And so I'm just kind of putting it out there. Like children of the force is not going to be your up-to-date comics, star Wars podcast. There are many, there are other podcasts out there that are up-to-date on the comics and I have to just kind of we say... We have a review segment. Right, about, like, single issues of the Princess Leia comic. Yeah. I know, isn't that funny? Um, well, we still do reviews sometimes, but, but rarely. Well, we don't have a section. That's true, that's true. So, yeah, you know, times change and things change. And, uh, you know, I've always meant to put together this, this uh, like, website post, like a blog post, or maybe just do a whole episode titled How to Be a Star Wars Fan on a Budget. You know, like, if you don't have a ton of money, how to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, the library is a huge way, right? That's a huge yeah. way to be, you know, if you don't want to buy every book, you don't want to buy every comic, and you have patience, then eventually it's going to be at the library. You can just wait. Um, now, I try to buy some books when I can. I, I buy the novels, and um, that's pretty much it. And and visual guides here and there and stuff. But, but yeah, so comics are, are a little kind of going by the wayside for me. Um, but we're still going to try to, you know, read all of them just a little bit later than other people. So, um, one thing that has been taking up a lot of my time is Force Arena, that app. Holy, that app is fun. What? Oh, that app. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Force Arena. If you have not checked out Force Arena, go to your app store, go to the Google Play store, whatever phone you have, whatever. Uh, check it out. It's super fun. And, uh, it's, it's... He plays it like... I love I, it. I see him, like, <laughs> on the couch, and it's like, what you doing on your phone? And he's like, wait, wait, wait a wait, second. And he's, like, second. tapping on his phone, he's like... I can't talk to you right now? Come on, I gotta win this! It's like, oh, I'm playing Force Arena. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have you had that experience, Liam? What do you mean? Where you, you said, what are you doing on your phone? And you look, and I'm playing Force Arena? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty pretty common experience these like, days. So like he's just standing up in the kitchen leaning against the thing. I'm like, huh. and I'm just standing up and I'm like, huh. Huh. can you try to see? <laughs> I can't get up. Yes. So I've been playing it quite a bit, um, and it's fun because you can join like uh, you can join groups. So I actually joined uh, the Jodo Cast uh, Guild. The Jodo Cast is a a podcast. Uh, J-O-D-O-C-A-S-T, the cool. Jodocast. So join our guild. Uh, they're a, a gaming podcast, so they set up their own guild. And uh, also, um, I am on there. So if you ever get beat by someone who has the name Al1B, that's me. Uh, or if you ever completely slaughter someone <laughs> who's Al1B, that's also me. Uh, so thanks for that person who's uh who's playing cassian because cassian beats me a lot but it's it's okay it's all right uh no it's good it's fun anyway who are you when you, <laughs> you know what i am almost always the inquisitor or luke those are my two favorites so yeah 
I would be. I would almost always be Jin or Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I do have oh. Leia, and I have her her special, unique character who goes along with her, Yvonne Verlaine. Ah, oh, that's so cool. cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So I have a question for you kids. Uh, a friend of ours really liked Rogue One, but she's really disappointed that the most diverse group of characters in Star Wars so far all ended in death. Right? Like, really awesome that there's, like, Asians in Star Wars and, you know, like... Uh, you know, someone who has, like, uh, Middle Eastern heritage, and, you know, like, it was a really great... Wait, is the Middle Eastern uh, heritage? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, his parents, I believe, were from Pakistan, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, so, but they all died. And, and uh, you know, she's she thinks, like, oh, you know, like, finally they get, they get it right with casting, although I think there could have been... Uh, more women in that movie for sure. Um, but they get, you know, the, at least when it comes to, you know, ethnicity and, and, and race and stuff, they, they get the casting, right. But they all die and how that's, and that's, that's kind of a, that's problematic, right? Because, you know, if they were all like, you could say if they were all white characters, would they have died? Well, you know, I think that's the story sort of, right. The story seems to, to go that direction. Uh, but they didn't all have to die, right? I mean, something else could have happened. Some of them could have lived. Uh, what do you guys think about that? What do you think? I'm fine that they you're, died. You're fine I'm, that they died. But no, I mean, I'm kind of sad that they died, but right. it makes for a good movie. It does, but what do you think about the idea that that it's there's some there's kind of a problem when you have this really great diversity and then they all die, and then all these other Star Wars movies you don't have. That great diversity and everybody lives. Oh, I think like, it's. Is there a problem? I think there? it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think there is. Uh, like, um, I don't think they were trying to do that. It was not. It, it was not intentional. It wasn't intentional. I. I, I think. I and think she. I think most people would agree with. Also, there. Yeah. um. Oh right. Also, I think it's fine if there's another, like. Another movie with great oh, a great diversity of right. characters. That would be great. Yes, yes. And a few of them live. That would, that would be really and cool. And they didn't yeah. all die. Sure. Right. Yep. That's what I was thinking too. I, I think if right if if we if this is like the one movie with Luke diversity and then and then they don't do it again, right? Then that that would be a problem. Yeah, but as long as they keep on making movies like this with with this amount of diversity, then. Then in hindsight, I wouldn't have we wouldn't have as big of a problem with Rogue One. Right? It would be really cool right. if like like Baser Chirrut was a girl. Oh that, yeah, I think that would be better. That was that was a there's some concept art for that. That would be cool. Yeah, they were they were thinking about doing that. If someone from Lucasfilm is listening, please tell them that we said this. Oh, okay. Please, which I don't think anybody from Lucasfilm <laughs> is. We're it would be great if they podcast. did. We're not a good podcast. What? A popular <laughs> we're one. We're not super oh, popular. Okay, whatever. That's fine. Um. Or are we? Are we popular? <laughs> oh, don't concern yourselves with that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I also think that people would complain if if they all lived. And they would see it as like, oh, how could they all have lived? You know, like you're just trying to make money off of this now, so you could keep selling action figures and you know, like, uh, yeah. Although I would not have complained if Baze and Chirrut lived because I would have complained I if Jim definitely Cassian wanted to lived. see more of them. Yeah, Jim Cassian too, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, really, Bodie' mm. death wasn't really the one that made me super sad. It didn't really make me feel emotional. I mean, oh really? It it was sad and all, hmm. but it wasn't like didn't really know him too I much. don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe we didn't get to know him good enough. Yeah, in the book you get to know him better. Yeah. Anyway, so it's been kind of a question that's been bugging me a little bit. You know, like just this idea of them all dying and and uh, how that can be kind of uh, problematic from a diversity and race uh standpoint so if you have any thoughts on this uh, email us at forcechildren at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail i'd love to hear what you what you think about it uh personally i'm not sure that there's a right way to view this particular issue uh but yeah i would love to hear what you think all right so let's head on over to the news uh, da, 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 da. 
Well, there was a Force Friday announcement, kids, and uh, Force Friday 2 is on September 1st, and this image came along with the announcement. That is so cool. I love how Ray is in the middle. And what's she holding? A lightsaber. Yeah. Instead of... That's the best. Liam's face is right up to the computer. What are you looking at, bud? Oh no, Ray doesn't to... really look like Ray. Ray doesn't her look like Ray. What looks it? different? Her hair is it it's up. It's her hair. It's her hair. Her hair is down. Wow. It's not tied back. It's not up. It's down. It's a down. That's probably how we're going to see her in the 8th. Yeah, probably. In probably. The Last Jedi. Also, look at Finn's shirt. It's a little bit different underneath there, right? It almost looks like a like a like loose Jedi robes, oh, but, but I don't think so. Oh, but gonna be all right. Right. He's well, of not... course we knew it. But <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, he's not in the coma. What he's so. And, and he's uh, it doesn't it doesn't look like he's hurt, he's hurt too. It looks like he's fine when no, he's hurt. That's not what he's wearing when he's hurt. What? No, look at underneath the jacket. He's got like a white shirt on there. That he doesn't wear that in the Force Awakens. That's because no, he never at the changed. Very end, they changed his shirt. Oh, is that what he's wearing at the very end of the movie? Yeah. Oh, it's like like his hospital clothes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, what could that mean then? If he wears those clothes all the mo- all movie, like he wakes up and he's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> he's like, "Where's Ray? <laughs> oh, she went to go find Luke Skywalker." <gasps> Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. So, yeah, so they're calling this Force Friday 2, which means apparently that Force Friday last uh, last year was not a Force Friday. It was officially Rogue Friday, right? Uh, so this is Force Friday 2. <laughs> so, yeah. What's the deal with that, like, pattern behind them? It almost reminds me of, like... What is that? You know, it's like all mm-hmm. these triangles. It looks and... like it's like a bird or something. Yeah. Because it kind of seems like there's like a tail there and then a body and then like the beak. Mm. Something. I don't know why I'm imagining that. It almost looks to me like a, it reminds me of a race car for some reason. Or oh, like a, yeah, like, like the a side racing, of a race car. Or like a racing flag or something. I wonder if yeah. that if that is some sort of symbol that we just haven't seen yet. Like if the New Republic is actually gone, like if it's just done. Is this some sort of symbol from whatever takes it takes its place? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Or it's a design thing. Who knows? It could just be a fun design behind them. Who knows? All right. So also, a new book was announced on StarWars.com called Inferno Squad, written by Christy Golden, who wrote that Ventress book, Dark Disciple, and uh, the two yellow lightsabers. The the book you mean the book cover had two yellow lightsabers is that what? You're saying? Oh, what? the person how um um Asajj Ventress had two oh, yellow lightsabers and in, she worked with the, that Jedi oh with Voss that one yeah that one okay yeah um all right so so this is uh the the uh, description of this book from uh, StarWars.com it says the rebellion may have heroes like Jin Erso and Luke Skywalker. But the Empire has Inferno Squad. After the humiliating theft of the Death Star plans and the resulting destruction of the Battle Station... (laughs) I don't know, for some reason I read this in this voice in my head, so... uh, The Empire is on the defensive. In response to this stunning defeat, the Imperial Navy has authorized the formation of an elite team of soldiers known as Inferno Squad. Their mission... Infiltrate and eliminate the remnants of Saw Gerrera's partisans. Following the death of their leader, the partisans have carried on his extremist legacy, determined to thwart the Empire. Ah, so we know. Some partisans lived. And they're still doing their partisan thing, right? (laughs) No matter what the cost. Now, Inferno Squad must prove their status as the best of the best and take down the partisans from within. Oh, from within. So they're going to join the partisans and try to take them down from within. Interesting. But as the danger intensifies and the threat of discovery grows, how far will Inferno Squad go to ensure the safety of the Empire? Inferno Squad? Really? That's what you call them? <laughs> What's wrong with that name? What the heck? <laughs> Inferno Squad! I mean, Lily. <laughs> Literally. You don't like that name? Inferno Squad? 
No, I In- don't like the name Inferno Squad. What does Inferno mean? Do you know? Uh, no. Fire, basically. Fire Squad. <laughs> that sounds really, I like cool. that a lot. Less. <laughs> that sounds cooler. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think this book. I I don't know if this book needs to be written. I I mean I I don't know. I'm gonna read it, but I'm not. I'm uh, not. I don't know. So this is like a special team of people from the Empire who join the Partisans to try to destroy them from within. Why don't they just? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to try to keep an open mind on this one, but i got to say I'm not super excited about it. I wonder who the new leader is. The new leader of the Partisans? I think I know who it is. Who? Bib Fortuna's cousin. Beezer? Beezer Fortuna. Beezer Fortuna? Yeah. He's like, alright guys, this is Beezer. And here's how things are going to go now. (laughs) Y'all going to listen to Beezer now. Because Beezer's the boss. You can call me Bosser from now on. <laughs> Bosser Fortuna. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's probably, good times, good probably the Two Tubes twins are probably uh, the new probably. leaders. Probably. But there's a boss Fortuna. <laughs> boss or Fortuna. Uh, so or maybe boss or Fortuna. Other, oh, you think boss boss Fortuna, Beezer, old Beezer boss. is dead. Yeah, yeah. I think Beezer is I think dead. Boss maybe he died on Jetta. Was, were, were there died or <laughs> twin Were there more partisans aside from the ones on Jetta? Maybe there were partisans spread out on different planets. Maybe that's how I don't know. <gasps> Because remember, we've talked about how we thought some of them probably did escape, maybe, right? Uh, they escaped Jeddah, so... What would their new planet be? Oh, who knows? Maybe Yavin 4. Oh, I doubt it. You do. Hmm. So, um, also in the news, uh, Jimmy V, the actor Jimmy V, is filling the shoes of Kenny Baker, who, remember, died last year. Uh, and he's Jimmy V is now going to play R2-D2 in The Last Jedi. So okay. who's Jimmy V? Does he Jimmy play v. one of the Ewoks? Uh, no, no. Did he? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, but Jimmy V actually did play. Or he was actually in. He was R two in some of the scenes in the Force Awakens, because Kenny Baker got ill and he couldn't do all the scenes. So Jimmy V already he has some, you know, some experience with being R two, which is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's nice that they're still. They're not doing, you know, a CGI R2. There's still going to be someone, you know, a, a person, a, a, the soul of R2-D2 is still going to be there. But it won't be Kenny. But, you know, I think uh, this guy, he he's already done it. So I think that's it's pretty good. I think it's kind of the same sort of situation with Chewie, right? Like yeah. eventually... Um, Eventually, I don't think it's. I don't. It's be, definitely not going to be the same with like he's Princess old. Leia. That I mean, it, right? It no, because be you, you got there's no mask there. There's no costume. It's right. the, the face, right? What's up, Liam? You got a question here? Does the person who plays Chewbacca is old? Peter Mayhew. He's yeah. he's getting uh he's getting older and he's and, in his like fifties, right? Oh, he's older than that. Sixties yeah. or seventies, maybe 70s, even. I'm not sure. Eighties, but. No, I don't think he's in his eighties, but uh, but you know he's also he's had some health issues too, especially with with his knees and and uh, now that that Jonas or Jonas uh, uh, actor from oh where's he from Sweden I can't remember Denmark I think maybe uh, the guy who who played some of the Chewie scenes in the Force Awakens the the really high the the big action scenes you know he was Chewie and so it's nice that they're 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 able to, to kind of plan for this, to plan for these, these actors, you know, retiring or sadly dying, uh, and to have people who already have experience and who worked with them, you know, like yeah. who got to work with them and, and it's, you know, the time marches on and you gotta, you know, the movie makers have to deal with that. So speaking of the last Jedi, 
uh, I was listening to Full of Sith last week, and uh, or their most recent episode as of uh, February 19th. And um, on it, uh, who said? Someone had mentioned that, uh, I think it was Holly Fry, talked about how the last Jedi in different languages could be, you know, plural. That was the first place I heard it. And they were talking about this, about how uh, when when this title is translated into other languages, we would be able to, uh, we'd be able to fig- figure out whether or not it means singular Jedi or plural Jedi, right? Oh, smart. And lo and behold, uh, you know, yesterday, I think, February 19th, uh, it was... A, a big news story saying that uh, the French and Spanish, German and Italian translations of The Last Jedi uh, confirm, I guess, if you can consider it a confirmation, that Jedi in The Last Jedi is plural. More than one Jedi. So, how how amazing is that? That's really cool. So, um, how they figured that Well, I mean, okay, so do we know that that means... That Jedi is actually plural, like when Ryan Johnson named this movie, he meant for Jedi to be Jedi plural. No, that doesn't mean that we know that that's the case. But I can't imagine that Lucasfilm would... I mean, Lucasfilm had to have had some part in making all of these different logos and writing down, you know, how is it written? How is the last Jedi written in Italian, right? They had to have worked with someone who who knows how to speak Italian and said, here's what we mean by it. So then that person could choose to say, you know, the last Jedi and have it mean plural, right? Because, you know, it's funny because we were talking about this, uh, what, a few few episodes ago about language, right? And about the language barrier. I can't remember what the context was in Star Wars. Talking about how speaking different... Oh, yeah, we were talking about that was in a our reaction core episode about um, the Geonosis uh, episodes and Holy click clack. Remember click clack? Yep. The Geonosin and how click he clack. click clack is trying to tell the rebels about the death star, but they can't understand his language. So they don't understand that he's saying, this is what we were building this thing. And it's a huge battle station. Right. Um, and then I said, you might not have known that, whatever, beside the point. Um, but then, uh, Liam, I think you said to me, what, are you trying to say that it, the world would be better if we had only one language? Because that's kind of disrespectful. And I said, you're right. That's not what I'm trying to say, because I think it's awesome that we have many languages, because it allows us to have all these different ways of, of exploring the world, right? And different languages have different ways of talking about things. Well, here's a real example of that, right? Different languages can kind of, we can learn different things about stuff by reading in different languages right and this is a very small trivial example of that but uh but yeah so here's a different languages telling us something new about the title the last jedi pretty cool so here is what it makes me think of it makes me think of when yoda says to luke when i am gone the last of the jedi you will be because you can also be plural right um, when, you know, we say you people, right? That's more than one person. He probably, he probably When gone, I am the last of the Jedi, all of you will be. Luke and all the other Jedi Luke. will be the last ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, could yeah. there, there could be other Jedi out there, right? Luke, yeah. Kanan, you know, who knows? Dead. <laughs> who knows? So... But maybe Ezra isn't. Dun, dun, dun! Who knows? Oh, what if we got to see Ezra in the eighth movie and he was just the old man? <laughs> that would be really <laughs> he cool. He would be Luke's age. He's Luke's age. Ezra, Luke, and Leia are oh, all basically what? the same age. They're like, you know, no more than a week apart. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then he would be Luke's age. Yeah, which still yeah, But he would look different old. than Luke. Of course. <laughs> so. Of course he would. Uh, yeah, so who knows? It could be could be plural Jedi. That's kind of what I'm thinking now. Who do you think it means? Who are the last Jedi? Ray, Luke, Leia. What do you think, Liam? Uh, Ray, Luke, and Leia. Hmm. But probably not Leia, though, because I don't think we'll see her much. And Kyle. Oh, I think she's going to be in it quite a bit. Really? Yeah. 
How are they going to fill in for Carrie Fisher? Well, they were done filming episode, oh, The right. Last Jedi before right. she died. Yeah. Right, right. But she's not a Jedi. She's a general. True. You know, that's her path was they not the, the Jedi. They might have changed it a little. Oh, they'll have to change things, yeah. I'm sure they will. So Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Right, so... I guess I guess we'll we'll find out who the last Jedi are. Um, I would love it if there were just more Jedi out there. Like Kylo didn't actually, you know, Kylo and the Knights of Ren didn't kill all of the Jedi, and it it doesn't say anywhere that that every last Jedi was exterminated like an Order sixty six thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh There could very well be many others out there. So who knows? Um, I look forward to it. Me too. Yeah, about uh, ten months. Yeah. You've been counting down. <laughs> well, no, I just looked at the date. Ten months. So, aftermath Empire's End comes out tomorrow. I will be reading it right away. Uh, I hear that there's something in the book about Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. Uh, and I sort of know what it is, but I'm not saying it here. And I don't, I haven't actually read what it is, but I have an idea of what it is. But anyway, that should be interesting. When I get to that part in the book, I'll tell you kids about it. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, we're also going to get to see the Battle of Jakku in this book. <gasps> we're going to get to see the end of the Empire. Okay, I might, that. I might read this book. Yeah. I think we'll, I think. Uh, I want it to be a movie. I think Cyan is probably going to be in this book. Uh, because we're going to see the Battle of Jakku. My assumption is we'll at least we'll at least hear her name. Uh, hopefully we'll learn whether or not Gallius Rax is Snoke. Probably not. Who's Gallius Rax? He is the fleet admiral. He is the admiral of basically the leader of the Empire right now. Whoa. After uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, how cool would it be if Thrawn takes part in the Battle of Jakku if he's still alive? That would be Maybe he's so like cool. Back from... He's like, he was gone in wild space for a while, and now he's back. And he's like, oh, I can help. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Why would Thrawn <clears throat> want to help anybody? Help the Empire? Oh. Because he's, yeah, he's okay. Thrawn. Um, speaking of Thrawn, you know, there's a book coming out, and we never talked about really what it was about. Thrawn. The book Thrawn, yes, is coming out. Uh, and uh, I wanted to read this little, this little description of Thrawn. Uh, it says, after Thrawn is rescued from exile by Imperial soldiers, so this is a prequel, right? This takes place before Rebels. He's rescued from exile. So this actually lines up with what happened in Legends. Uh, Thrawn is a Chiss. What's C-H-I-S-S. That's his alien. That's the type of oh. alien. And and Chiss live beyond known space, right? They they Whoa. I think they live in wild space possibly. I'm not sure exactly what region, but they're not part of the Republic. They're not part of anything, right? They're they're their own planet way the heck out there. Uh but he was exiled because he uh he was too mean. You know, he was like a an admiral for the chists or something like that. But he 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 did things that were just too mean, uh, the way he fought, right? He attacked people before they attacked him, right? He, Stuff like that. Um, but who knows what, you know, why was he exiled in canon? We're not sure, but can kind of assume it's for the same reason? Not sure. Uh, anyway, it says, After Thrawn is rescued from exile by Imperial soldiers, his deadly ingenuity and keen tactical abilities swiftly capture the attention of Emperor Palpatine. And just as quickly, Thrawn proves to be an, an indispensable to the Empire as, is, as he is ambitious. Oh my gosh, what if Thrawn was snow? As, defo- as devoted as its most loyal servant, Darth Vader, and a brilliant warrior never to be underestimated. On missions to rout smugglers, snare spies, and defeat pirates, he triumphs time and again, even as his renegade methods infuriate superiors, while inspiring ever greater admiration from the Empire. As one promotion follows another in his rapid ascension to greater power, he schools his trusted aide, Ensign Eli Vanto, in the art of combat and leadership, and the secrets of claiming victory. But even though Thrawn dominates the battlefield, he has much to learn in the arena of politics, where ruthless administrator Arinda Price holds the power to be a potent ally or a brutal enemy. So that's Governor Price. right? Mm -hmm. So she's going to be in this book, and they're not friends. 
right? But maybe we'll learn why they end up kind of working together, right? Pretty cool. So... Thrawn isn't really friends with anybody. With anybody, huh? Yeah. He doesn't really have friends. All right, well, let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah! The Canon News song, yeah! Uh, so today I was going to, for Canon News, I was going to talk about all of the really cool information in uh, the Galactic Atlas and also in um, Star Wars Propaganda, but I have run my mouth too long and uh, I don't think we really have time for that. So instead of, uh, you know, that, which is going to take, honestly, like almost an hour in itself, uh, maybe we could do that next, next week. Um, instead of that, Liam, you were reading this book. What's the name of the book? Uh, Rogue One Secret Mission. Secret Mission, um, which is a pretty cool book. It has a lot of really cool facts in it about Rogue One. And, uh, and there's one right here. Yeah. So you have some canon news about, uh, ages, I think, right? And maybe yeah. some homeworld information too. Yeah. Yeah, so let's hear that. Uh, the Rogue One team is, I have, like, their kind of identities. Uh-huh. So I'm going to start from youngest to oldest. So Jin is 21, Homeworld Vault. And Cassia Dandor is, wait, no. Bodhi Rook is 25, Homeworld Jedi. Mm-hmm. Cassia Andor is 26. Homeworld Fest. F-E-S-T. Fest. Never heard of that planet. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Baze Malbus, age 53, Homeworld Jedi. Chiridam Way, Homeworld Jedi, age 52. Then K2S Day so is 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was constructed on the world of Vulpter. Vulpter. Huh. I don't really know that planet either. Interesting. So, I think uh, of all those ages, Jin's age really surprised me the most. Twenty-one years old. I thought she was older than that in this in this really? movie. Really, I thought really? she was younger. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, she really? was like nineteen. What year? Mm. I thought she was in her teens. Interesting. Like eighteen. And do you think Baze and Chirits, they're in their mid fifties? What do you think yeah. about that? Do you think they were older or younger than that? I thought they were younger than that. Younger than that. I yeah. thought they were like they were... both like like thirty. No. Like forty. Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought seems a little. I actually thought Chirrut would be a little older than Baze. Oh. But Baze is way older than Chirrut. Baze does Chirrut seem. Would be older than I thought Chirrut yeah. would be like one hundred and six or something. Oh wow! Really? I thought he would be like a little non-human yeah. or something. Yeah, kind of, kind of be like one hundred and six. Kind of felt like he was like really. Old and wise at times, hmm. and then at other times when he was like fighting, I was like, you know what, this has to be younger. Oh sure. So I was like, I don't know, I don't know who it should be. Right, because if he's that athletic and stuff, maybe. Right. Yeah, interesting. Maybe he's hmm. younger, but he also seems like this wide old guy. Wise. Why? Yeah, wise old. <laughs> Not guy. wide. Yeah, wise, <laughs> wise <laughs> old guy. So um, I have one one extra canon news piece here. Uh, when I was in the comic book store, I was paging through. Uh, I don't know if it was the final issue or the second to last issue of the Force Awakens comic adaptation, but uh, I saw the page where they uh, they're making Phasma shut down the shields, and Han Solo says, "You got a trash compactor, right?" Yeah. And Finn says, "Yeah." <laughs> and the next panel is a shot oh. of Phasma falling down into trash. <laughs> So they did actually throw her into the trash compactor. Well, then how'd she get out? Oh, that's canon. And apparently she gets out, because we know she's in. She must well, have got out fast. trash out there. She could probably just grab stuff and yank the thing, that that little door that hmm. people swim in. Oh, do you, well. Grab trash and smack it or destroy it. Did the fir- does the First Not Order through. design their trash compactors exactly the same way? That the Empire did on the Death Star? Do you think it Probably looked the same? Probably not. Do you think I would know? You were the one who looked at the comic <laughs> panel. Really? Well, I actually took a picture of the comic panel, so let's take a look really quick. Here. I you should. I felt. Picture. I felt bad taking a picture of a comic in a comic book store. It's totally a, a no no. But whatever, I did it. Um, 
Here, let me pull it up here really quick. Uh, here it is. So, yeah. Great. It looks similar, I guess. That is so cool. Looks a little smaller, maybe. You can see both sides of the wall. You can see three walls. Yeah. So You can barely see one of them, though. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I would that like to find hurt. out. Well, she's in armor, so. Yeah, she's fine. She'll She'll probably okay. go out, and they'll be like... Hey, Captain Phasma. Hey, it's like, hey, Captain, you have to take a bath. <laughs> huh. Yep. And then no, no, it's like, like, it's like, and then, it's like, Captain, Captain, the the planet's falling apart. Ah, what's that smell? <laughs> Is that you? You need to take a bath. Yeah. And, and, and then, then they, and then it just blows up and it's like, oh, no. now those were my last words. <laughs> and I'm like, and then, no. And then Phasma's like, Wow. Bam. Bam. Big punch. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so yeah. And so it goes falling down that thing that Ray climbed on. All right. Uh, okay. Well, we're already being rather silly, but uh, now we're going to go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> I have a series of jokes. What do you call a robot in a hole? I don't know. Don't a, know. A pit droid. <laughs> okay. That's so, an actual. That's actually a good one. So, do you remember that joke? I, I told that exact same joke on episode five of Children of the Force. Wow. I mean, that was almost two years ago, right? I could just start recycling my old jokes, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Uh, but yeah, so that was an episode five joke. Uh, what do you call a robot in a hole? A pit droid. All right, so I have a different joke though. What do you call a robot in a hole? I don't know. Lobot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a robot in a hole? I don't know. C three P hole. Sure. Just see through the hole. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do you call the first robot who ever fell into a hole? A pit droid. Nope. A proto hole droid. <laughs> oh, that is. Wow. That's horrible. So proto means like the first thing, yeah? Mm hmm. So instead of protocol, proto hole. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't even those, know. Those are bad jokes. Those yeah. Oh, well, Lobot was pretty good though, that, right? That was pretty yeah. good. the first one. Petra was pretty good. Lobot. That was my favorite. Yeah. C3P hole um upon saying it out loud, <laughs> I realized that uh that that I probably could think of a different setup for that punchline. That would be Anyway, never mind. <clears throat> so, let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer All right, so Liam, do you have a question for the question and answer council? I think uh, it comes from this same book, yep. uh, Rogue One Secret Mission. Um, and uh, what is your question? Which planet would you most, well, which place that they shot the planet would you most like to live on? Lamu, Yavin 4, Jeddah, Edu, Scarif. Okay, so we're not talking about the actual planets in Star Wars. We're talking about like the, the shooting location of those planets. Yeah. So, we know that Lamu was shot in Iceland? No, yes, Lamu uh, was shot in Iceland. We know that Scarif was the Maldives, which is off uh, the coast of Africa, I believe. Jeddah? Uh, Jeddah. Well, Jeddah was shot in Jordan, Africa. Parts of it, at least. I mean, a lot of it was, you know, done on a soundstage. I think Edu, I don't think any of Edu was actually on location. Because there's nowhere on Earth that really looks... Yeah. 
like that, but we could just imagine that there was a place. Yavin uh, 4? Yavin 4, um, well, I know that in A New Hope, Yavin 4, uh, the exterior shots were shot in Guatemala. I don't know about Rogue One for sure, whether they went to Guatemala or if they did it all CGI and on a soundstage, like the interior shots of the, the Masasi Temple were all done in London at the Pine Tree Studios. Or Elstree, possibly. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so... Okay, so we're imagining that these yeah. locations exist on Earth. Yeah. There's no empire. There's no imperial occupation no. of Scarif or anything like that. Uh, you know, we don't but have to worry... Let's pretend that there are some ruins. Some ruins? Places to live? No, ruins. Oh, ruins. Ruins of, of on Yavin 4. Well, what's interesting is that the Masasi Temple on Yavin 4... You know, uh, in A New Hope is actually, uh, I believe, a Mayan temple in Guatemala. I don't know. I don't know if it's Mayan, but it's an indigenous. I, I don't, don't, yeah, I don't know. Do not quote me on that because I don't know for sure. You keep on saying do not quote me on that. So I'm going to say Scarif because from what I've heard, it is uh, Scarif. a paradise. Gorgeous. So, Liam, are you saying Scarif also? Yeah. Yeah, Anna? I say Scarif. Uh-huh. But Lamu also seems pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just like flat out grassland and dirt, and, and I don't know. It just seems pretty cool. Yeah, people, mountains. You can go mountain climbing. Sure. Yeah, but I would rather scarf too. Mm-hmm. Well, like people who live in Iceland me. like it, so you know, I don't know. I would love to visit Iceland. Um, it's very, uh, you know, people always say it, it looks like an alien planet, which is very appropriate that they used it uh, in Star Wars. Alright, well, I, I have a question for the Question and Answer Council, and this one is about uh, something that is going to be coming up in Rebels sooner than we know, uh, sooner than we think, you know, that these things just come up so fast. Um, and my question is, we know that Maul, and maybe if you know nothing about Rebels, and if you don't want to be spoiled at all, you could skip, you know, ahead five minutes, but I'm not spoiling anything, because I don't know what happens either, but... Um, you know, it's just general rebel spoilers, I suppose. Uh, we know that Maul is seeking out Obi-Wan, right? He comes up upon Obi-Wan in this trailer. Um, is he seeking out Obi-Wan Kenobi to kill him? Or is he seeking him out to ask for his help to kill Palpatine? Or is he seeking him out in hopes that Obi-Wan will kill him? Because Maul is just done. Okay, and... and the reason I thought of this question again, because I think we may have talked about this before, but when I was reading the Galactic Atlas, uh, the description for Maul in, in one of these, uh, in the timeline, it says that the former Sith Lord Darth Maul, who is uh, thought to have perished during the Battle of Naboo, resurfaces with his fearsome apprentice Savage Opress. Now equipped with cyborg legs, he seeks revenge on his one-time master Darth Sidious and his enemy Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we see, again, in the Clone Wars, we see him get revenge on Kenobi by killing Satine. So, why is he seeking out Obi-Wan again? Anna. I think he, he's seeking him out to ask for his help to kill Palpatine. Yeah, what do you think, Liam? Kill him. You think that he kind of wants Obi-Wan to just why end his life? Why couldn't he kill him? Yeah. Why couldn't um, he just end his life himself? Because he's too... Maybe he doesn't even realize that's why he's seeking him out. I don't know. He probably wants... I don't know. Maybe he's seeking him out to do that. Because he do, just doesn't want to kill himself or something. He wants mm. to have a battle. So sure. he can die fighting. Sure. Sort of honorably, sort of. Yeah. yeah maybe. I don't know. Fighting, I don't know if Maul has a sense of honor or not. Um, so I put this question to Twitter. Uh, and I, I made a poll. A Twitter poll. And... Uh, 75% of voters say that he's going after Obi-Wan because he wants revenge on Obi-Wan. Uh, 13% say that he's going to recruit Obi-Wan to kill Palpatine. And 12% say that he's seeking out Obi-Wan so he can die at the hands of Obi-Wan, which is how he felt, what he felt should have happened in the first place, right? He, he was cut in half by Obi-Wan Kenobi. And... And he should have just died then, but he didn't. And now he's going to ask Obi-Wan to finish the job. I don't know. Well, that he, that he, seems a little dark for a kid's show, so I don't Daddy. I don't think that's why. But um, I think it's something I could see Maul thinking. I don't know. What do he you think, went Anna? through all that stuff to get those spider legs. 
Like he, uh, I read yeah. the, like you told oh. me about like a comic or something. Right, he ha- he clung him, to like, life. You know, yeah. like he chose to cling to life so yeah, fiercely. So why did so that, he? Right, no, not, I know. Maybe yeah, he realizes confusing. he made a mistake. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's like, oh, I should have just died. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what he's after? But I cannot wait to find out. All right. Um, try to go back to the palace and just jump down that hole again. <laughs> See if I die again. Oh, okay. Ready? Set. Go. Oh, and yeah. he just diving into the hole again, and he's like, "Let's see if I die again." Mm. And then, wow. like he comes, and he's would like, be like, "Really?" Obi Wan. Then he walks out, tries it again and then again, <laughs> and he keeps on surviving. And he's uh, like, "Okay, I just have to seek out Obi Wan." <laughs> <laughs> You've been no help, Naboo. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Thanks a lot, big giant pit without feelings. Huh? <laughs> um, so, do you know what time it is? No. I well, don't it's not you. time for stump the lump because I did not think of a stump the lump question. Really? Unless Liam, you want to think of one for me really quick. Page no. through that book and find something. <laughs> Thank you. Mm, okay. Wait, wait. Well. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna test you if you remembered. Um, the ages. The ages. Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> so test it is. Me, test so me wait too. a second. Does that mean it is time for Stump the Lump? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Okay. So ask me these questions, Liam. Here we go. Okay. So? 21. 21. Ooh, I think I got it. And I got, Daddy got okay. that. Yeah. Bodie? 24. 25. Right. Yes. Uh, Cassian? 26. Yes. Dang it, you got that one. K2SO? 12. 12. Ooh, tied. <laughs> hey, we tied. Um, uh, I think Anna got that one. Okay, fine, Anna got it. I kind of think you got that. <laughs> but whatever. Um, Baze Mountless! 24. Bayes Melbus is 53. 56. 56. 53? 53? Uh, Tear it? 52. 56. Bam. Right, 52, 52, I got it. 52. <laughs> All right. Well, we were we were both paying attention. Wait, wait. Oh, I think what? I, I'm going to see you one. Oh. Okay. So you got that. <laughs> yep. I got you Jen. Got this? I, uh, I got Bauer. I don't know. I think Hold I on, Liam's going to do some calculations, and, uh, and we'll be right back. Alright, after some heated tabulation, uh, we are back with the results. Liam, uh, who is the lump? Uh, it was a round draw. It was a what? It was, it was a, a draw. tie. It was a draw. It was a tie. It was a draw. Does that mean that neither of us are the lump, or we're both the lump? It was three and three. Um, I get to decide that. I want you to both be the lump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, give me a little lumpy hug. Okay, now oh. I'm kidding. Oh. Now I'm kidding. Oh, we're not? Okay. <laughs> Yay. Thanks. Appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to episode 50. Yeah, how was that transition, huh? <laughs> thank you all for episode oh, 51. 61. You did. Goodness. 61 episode 61 of children of the force and as always thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force and if you would like to reach out to us online you can contact us via twitter at force children on facebook we are children of the force our email address is for children at gmail.com website is Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. We love voicemails. We love having more voices on the show. And that is honestly the easiest way for us to get those voices on the show. We want your voice on the show. So leave that voicemail. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, you know, go and click the, click the stars. That's awesome. But if you leave a written review, that's even awesomer. Uh, because, awesome. <laughs> because, uh, then we can see who you are and then you automatically get entered, entered into our upcoming giveaway, which we'll be announcing very soon. What will uh, we give away? Well, we're going to announce it soon. Um, so 
Uh, I don't want to talk it up too much. It's not like it's going to be this awesome thing, but you know, it's going to be stuff. So, uh, yeah. So leave that review and then, um, you will automatically be entered in that giveaway once we have it. Uh, but you have to leave the review. Don't just click the stars because we can't actually see who clicks the stars. Uh, I know you want to go and click five stars. Thank you for that. You and, can do that too. I mean, if if that's the only thing you can do, that's fine. That's great, and that only that'll take you. It'll you take like five all, seconds. You, know? you can click all the stars, and yeah. you can click five stars, and then you can leave a thingy. You could also leave a written review, right? You could do both. Yeah, or you could put one star. You could. If you don't, or I think zero it would. Stars. I think it would make you cry, though, wouldn't it, Liam? Would <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no, come on. That's not. <laughs> of course it would make me cry. <laughs> it would make me cry. I would just be like, Daddy, we need to be better. <laughs> you, have to, you have to win. thinking about it, Stay on target. You're laughing. It just. Stay on target. So, yes. <laughs> Leave that review. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For Children of the Forest, I'm Anna. I'm Al. I'm William. And may, may the, the forest be with